Hey, welcome to the series finale. Can you believe it? We finally did it. And you know what's also cool is that we did it on time. Every week we drop the episode at the same time and that was my goal. So the fact that it just got accomplished is like big feet, big feet. Last couple weeks have been a little bit tricky. Now, I want to thank you just for listening and then let's go ahead and get into it. We're going to discuss Red Pill Rabbit Hole, which is a channel on YouTube. There was one video in particular that I pointed everyone at. It's like a two hour long video. It's one of the longest ones that he has in his more recent content. But I I don't need to overly chop up the things he chopped up. I just wanted to give my perspective on why I shared this particular channel. And then I'm going to discuss Idiocracy because I had to throw that one in there. Um, late notice, I threw that into the last episode at the very end. And I just felt compelled to bring this one up. And I... Can't wait to get into it with you. So thanks for being here. Let's do it. What up, what up? Thank you for being here. This is your host, Drea. Yeah, yeah. This is the season finale of the Exit the Matrix series. Bro, I hope that it's becoming a little more palpable and clear for you internally that you will see that you are exiting your own matrix by becoming aware. The idea is that with awareness, you begin to open up your frame and what is out here becomes more vivid, more tangible, more detailed. Once you can really get a good masterful clear outline of what's going on out here, it then becomes easier to identify what's going on internally. Like you become more aware of this inner self as you're connecting all the dots out here. It's because the energy field is a reflection. Your senses are a a mirror fractal of what's being projected. I think that's the coolest part about awareness. I think it's a hard thing to wrap one's head around, which is why I said, okay, this particular video is going to take you from, if you were going to conceptualize outside of a spherical earth, outside of a round earth to a flat earth, and then you were going to conceptualize outside of a flat earth to a concave or a hollow earth, and then you were going to actually conceptualize outside of that what it means to have no earth, what that actually sticks to. There's this new wave of awareness that's coming over and it looks very much like technology is going to be the new evolution. And there's some level of that that exists in a factual space. And then there's this other side of technological evolution that still correlates with organic matter that doesn't detach from organic matter in order to become technologically advanced as organic matter. What I'm discussing right now is transhumanism. I've brought this up before, a little bit here and there. It becomes one of the most pivotal and important conversations to have when you start discussing what reality is geared around and what it means that everything is really nothing and what it means that everything is really one's own reflective, expansive, contractive, intellectual, emotional, physical, spiritual psychoanalytical experience like every individual is having this this one projective experience and we perceive them to be a collective and we perceive them to all be happening in the same time space continuum but it is so possible that that is 
couldn't be further from the truth. That every element of this is a projection of oneself, and then it's interconnected with other projections of oneself, but at the core, it's all oneself. And exiting the matrix is really yanking yourself out of this idea that you're stuck to this body and you're stuck to these emotions and you're stuck to this backstory, or yanking yourself out of this idea that you're stuck to the future as the collective lays it out for you. You're stuck to this idea of a future that doesn't look as fun as you want the future to be. If this is a collective projection of oneself, then it becomes extremely relevant to utilize your imagination and your awareness to project the kind of energy that you do want reflected back into the world and to acknowledge where someone might want to keep you in a fear-based module in order to direct your personal intention. I've said this a million different ways on a couple of other podcasts, but I think it becomes most relevant in this series finale. So this channel, um, Red Pill Rabbit Hole on YouTube, is worth checking out. I really, really love the content creator on here, and I like the way that he kind of breaks this down lots of different directions, but he keeps breaking the information down. And I think even that challenges him to continue to be able to do the intuitive work that he's doing to be able to project that into this realm of awareness. Right now, it's all about getting yourself wrapped around different ideas of what's not <laughs> and what is and how that works for you based on what you choose. You get to choose which direction you want to look. You get to choose which way you focus. Okay. Now let's get into idiocracy. This was one of the original funnies that I was going to use in the earlier part of the series, and I had to end up pushing it all the way to the back. And part of it was because I wasn't sure if you were going to be able to watch it on YouTube, which I did find out you could. Um, so whether or not you have YouTube premium or whether or not you just have regular YouTube, you can watch it with ads. But I chose Idiocracy at the very, very beginning of this series because this is a very crude comedy. I... It makes me shudder to watch it because I'm just like, oh, God, wow. And it would blow people's minds to be like, no, society could never do this. But it really, at the core of it, I perceive, reflects so much of what society looks like right now. The kind of geared focus that people have right now is totally correlates with the level of stupidity that exists in that show in 2505, right? In 500 years from now. There's a level at which I think it's extremely important to validate how that is not far-fetched from... It's not going to take 500 years to get to this level of stupid. It's going to take 50, you know? At this rate, it's going to take 50, especially if the level of... Uh, personal interest in certain levels of growth and development continues to be eradicated or continues to be uh, made functionally easier by depending on something outside of oneself, like a phone or a computer to find that information, to be able to, to do that. Right now we don't read books. We don't go to libraries. We don't books are the actual like tangible physical book in a library should be one of the most priceless and valuable things we have to date and and probably will be because 
at some point people stop printing things and they blame it on the paper problem when we could be printing on hemp paper and we wouldn't have to even stress about paper like at all. So there's no excuse as to why we can't still be doing printing press and holding physical tangible products. It's because people don't see the value in physical tangible products until they don't have access to that that intranet or that third party thing that the, the power on the phone doesn't work or the power on the computer doesn't work or the fucking Instagrams of the world go down. People don't realize how valuable a book is and how valuable information inside of a library really is until they don't have access to the things that are so easily um, accessible at this point. Now, that's also to say that there's a certain level at which you have more information available to you in your fingertips by going and reading through different layers of books than you do by allowing algorithms to, to point you in the direction that the algorithms would like to point you based on what that's that algorithm is saying to research. Like you might not think that there's a level of subjectivity, but it's been proven that, you know, looking at you can research on Google, how Google ads initially was set up. And you could, if you were like a top hit in a certain word, you would show up on that first page still exists that way. It's just a little bit more transparent, which ones are paid ads versus which ones are, actually showing up on those search results. So we already know that the ability to research information through the internet can be uh, somewhat skewed because it depends on the search engine you're using. It depends on the algorithms that are pulling that search engine. It It depends on all sorts of variables that go into those mechanisms versus when you're actually like going to research um, books and information and the amount of time it takes you to sit down and read through the information. Now, I 100% co-sign the idea that there's so many um, textbooks and so much literature out there that is all the way full of shit and not accurate history and not accurate information. So there's by no means am I saying that books are going to give you more factual data than the internet. But what I am saying is that books are going to give you the opportunity to do the fucking research, to actually put the time and the effort that it takes to go do the research, not just be pointed in a direction that an algorithm has the ability to point you in. So... It's not to say, though, that I also don't see the values and the benefits to being able to have access to such a such a wide stream of communication. Um, If you know how to research with the Internet, there's lots of cool things that you can find and lots of cool ways to utilize that tool to your benefit. So I'm certainly not taking away from that. I just like to be able to lend to how some of these old fashioned techniques that we used to use are so valuable. Like there are certain books that I, they're out of print for a reason and they won't come back. So they just appreciate and value like a piece of art. That's a real thing, bro. Books appreciate in value. That should say something to you about that process. If you ask me now, obviously as we're discussing idiocracy and we go down that rabbit hole, this is a society that completely depends on processed food, completely depends on uh, a total lack of communication between human beings. Just basically they like grunt at each other and it's they are entertained by the most ridiculous, like desensitized bullshit. It's when you sit back and take a look at that, you don't have to take it to that far of extremes to see how it applies right now. Uh, It would be cool if there was a way for me to do like split side screens of how certain people in a sports event look just like these people watching these monster trucks like do the shit they're doing and the way that we go so gung-ho into 
a certain level of that when it comes to culture and identity and fucking communication, the things we actually like just imprint on ourselves as if that's the whole. And I don't know if everybody is supposed to understand what it means to exit the matrix, which is like come up out of that to elevate oneself up out of the ego so that, you know, your sports team is your team, but it's not your whole fucking essence. It's certainly not something that you're willing to like die hard defend. There's levels at which we kind of make things uh, more of something that we worship, more of something that is an icon in our world, especially when it comes to artists and celebrity and fame and, and sports teams, religion included. There's so many times we take these, spaces and we use that icon spot and we fill it with these weird things that we're willing to be so diehard about. And I'm not outside of that, right? For me, those that actually is a spiritual process for me and a like the things that I'm stuck being diehard about is the level at which I commit to my own spiritual awareness on a regular basis and I do realize how weird that is to the rest of the world because I'm doing it so uniquely and in my own way. And I don't know how to explain that. Some people can see it and it perplexes them and other people can see it and they don't believe it. And other people can see it and they don't care because it's, it's neither here nor there. What the fuck I do, right? Like I think at the core of identity is no identity is knowing you're having fun in this character this is part of your experience is to have fun in this character is to create peace in this character to create an exciting range of love and excitement and joy wisdom understanding and awareness and you're not going to be absolved of shitty experiences or shitty emotions or the opposite of those things like you're not going to be absolved of those things what you're going to have is more of a choice of how long you stay in those moods and in those frames I think this like level of idiocracy is a really good way to see how mob mentality works. How people who are fucking dumber than a sack of rocks will get together and have a mob mentality. And if none of them get it, they all just like laugh along with each other and they keep perpetuating the same bullshit until someone that they trust comes along and changes their mind. Mob mentality is a trip and it exists so prevalently today. And I don't mean to harp so hard on like, how sports and religion and whatever like do these things to us where we get so diehard about it that we segregate ourselves from other people and we can't see an interdependence in our experience. It's a unique individual experience, but it's interdependent. And if you want to overexert yourself on the idea that you're so, such a part of the collective, that becomes a distraction outside of one's individual contribution to the interdependence. It becomes codependence. So that very nature of just being able to observe one's interdependence and one's individual experience in that interdependence and participate in a way that lends to rather than becomes a draining back and forth, I think is a delicate balance. It's what we're all trying to figure out. I think exiting the matrix is becoming aware of that stream, that this is like neural net connected to everyone and everyone is connected to you. But the only people that are not you know, figments in your world are the people that you directly experience and have direct interconnections with. And everyone else outside of that really is just a projection. They really are just a filler. They're not actually there in your space. They're only 
a part of this outer picture. Their opinions and the way that they sway only has as much weight in your world as you allow that to weigh on you. We don't have to do that to each other. What we have to do is focus on exactly what we would like and focus on the people that we care about and focus on how to be a better connection to all those people that we care about to maintain the good visual of what we want to see in the world or what we want to see us accomplishing in the world. And we will gradually move into that. And can you imagine if everyone did that? Or at least a larger portion of people sat back in themselves and they realized they were only responsible for how well they could imagine their future and how well they could imagine the future for the people they care about. And that if they can see the capacity of their own power and they're willing to do that, the level at which they can impact everyone in their direct circle for the better, everyone that they can bring healing to for the better. It's just a matter of honing in on that individual energy and recognizing it for its interdependence and, and mapping out that growth for everyone involved, everyone around. And if you want to take on the weight and say, I'm going to just project into this whole city, you certainly can. You get to do that too. You get to determine how much of that you want to ex- extrapolate and expound all your energy into. And I think that's cool. I, I do. I, I wanted to take us down a rabbit hole of idiocracy because I was hoping that people could slowly pull out of the ways in which we each get stuck in these these goofy ass loops of things that we're entertained by that we know are fucking meaningless. And I think everyone is guilty of it, whether that's like your favorite TV show or some music that you listen to or some crass, um, you know, comedian that you like. I think that there's levels to which we all participate in this fucking idiocracy. So there's levels at which we all need to elevate why we entertain the things that we entertain. And instead of rationalizing that, we start moving that energy into new spaces for growth. Okay. I think we've said all that we need to say. Let's go ahead and get the fuck out of here. Thanks for listening. All right, so there is no homework because obviously you got through it. I hope this series was beneficial for you. I appreciate you listening. I do have a really cool series coming up. I'm not going to plug it here. I just hope you look forward to seeing more episodes from me in the future. If you have any ideas for series or content or you'd like to get in touch with me, you can reach out to me on any of my social media platforms. Just search Drea Yeah Yeah and you'll find me. All right, peace.